to a very special uh, mini bonus episode of the Blockade Runner podcast. I'm Ryan, and joining me today is Lindsay. Hi. And we are going to be talking about uh, The Sims 4 Star Wars Journey to Batu is, I think, the full title of it all. <laughs> I feel like you read that. Uh, yes, I absolutely did. Um, so I think it's it's going to be very apparent here that I am not a Sims expert, um, but Lindsay is, and that is why she is here um, to uh, you know talk about the Sims in general, and then talk specifically about um, the journey to. Batu game pack, which uh, she has played a ton of. You've played a ton of too. I've played some. You've played a lot more than me. Oh no, uh, I was playing a I was playing a different thing this morning. Okay, well, um, regardless, uh, we've both played it. Um, you've played more Sims than me. Um, yes. You understand the systems and how they apply to uh, this journey to Batu expansion but game pack because uh, game packs and expansions are different yep they sure are so we are going to talk a little bit about um how those are different what this means that it is a game pack um but first i wanted to just give a little bit of background about the sims 4 because it's not a new game um the series has obviously been around for a long time. For a while, I believe it was like the best-selling PC game um, for a hot minute. Um, but Sims 4 launched uh, in North America on Windows on September 2nd, 2014. Um, it came out on Mac uh, in 2015. And then it was also released on PS4 and Xbox One uh, in November of 2017. Mm -hmm. And from my understanding, uh, all of the expansions up to and including, and game packs up to and including Journey to Batu work on any version of The Sims, regardless of what platform you're playing on. And there have been nine expansion packs released and nine game packs released. Uh, Journey to Batu is the ninth game pack, and that was released on September 8th uh, for $20. So, Lindsay, let's first start by talking about what is a game pack. Okay. So there are two ways you can expand your base game with uh, The Sims. And I had to look this up. So so there are expansion packs and then there are game packs. And the expansion packs give you like new careers, new like big things to do, like big add-ons to the world. Um, And the game packs are like little adventures. um, They're described as medium-sized pack that add new experiences to play in new thematic ways. 
So a lot of times, um, like the last couple game packs that have been released have been like World of Magic and Strangerville, which is like an alien. And they're almost like side stories um, that you Mm. can go on vacation. So like Realm of Magic was and Strangerville and Jungle Adventure, um, along with Batu, have been the last four game packs. And they add a new neighborhood or vacation spot. Um, And like a new, like, it's almost like a quest line, even though Sims doesn't really have like quests. Mm. So, like, okay. a story you can play through. Okay, and and these kind of exist a little bit separate from, like, your, like, the Sims part of it, where you're, you know, playing a simulation of someone's life. Yes, for for Jungle and Adve- for Jungle Adventure and Journey to Batu, those two do exist, exist separately, because you have to take a vacation to get out to them. Strangerville... And Realm of Magic, you can live in those new neighborhoods. Um, and there's like little, uh, at least I haven't played much of Realm of Magic, even though I have it. Um, there's like, in Strangerville, there's like a little mystery for you to solve. Okay, cool. Um, so kind of related to that, something that caught me caught my eye when I was looking at um, the game packs is there's one called Vampires. Yes. Um can you just what is that okay i have to so i haven't played much with vampires i know it puts vampires in your world and it gives you a um something to uh what are they called the the accomplishments um aspirations Mm. of becoming a new vampire or a a master vampire. So in that game pack, you can make vampires. You can use supernatural powers if you are a vampire. Um, and there's a town of vampires that you can live in. Um, and you're pretty much, uh, you're pretty much immortal. You can either eat a fruit or you can drink from Sims. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, Okay, so um, you so you mentioned vampires being immortal and that being a um, <laughs> you know a feature of yeah. That I wonder if you could matter. like I wonder because there's how many ways to die. <laughs> um, I wonder if sunlight because sunlight was listed as one of the ways to die. Okay, so um, in. Uh, you know, in Vampire the Masquerade, that would be um, referred to as a final death. Um, <laughs> just a connection there. But so that's the thing about The Sims is you're typically not immortal. Um, you know, in most video games you play, like, I mean, your character can like die, but then you just like restart and it's like an extra life. Um, yeah. And you just like keep playing. But with The Sims, there's like a finite end to the life of your sim yeah because you get old yeah like like there's no way to avoid it like i think there's a potion of immortality uh that you can take the way i play i'm not allowed to take those but you definitely like move through the life cycle from child to old person and then you can die of several different ways 
Yeah, and I think that's just what's so fascinating to me about like this game, um, and specifically the way you play. Um, because what is it called? The way the way that I'm you playing? play. Yeah. Um, so I participate in the Sims 4 Legacy Challenge. So you, um, there's a couple requirements for this. Like you have to start on a lot that's 50 by 50. So it's a large lot. It costs a lot of money. Um, and like bulldoze everything. So you have to start from flat ground. Okay. And build your own house. Um, so a lot of times, like for the first couple, like not like generations, but like at least a month or two, like you're living, um, on a grass lot with like a toilet and a refrigerator and a bed just like sitting on your lawn with no walls because that costs money. Um, cause you're, you start with very limited funds. Um, I think it's something like $2,800. Okay. And that just doesn't get too much. Um, and then you have to play through 10 generations of Sims, um, and trying to hit like different, milestones throughout your play so you want to like have at least one of each type of death um you want to have someone complete um all that you want to be able to complete all the careers you want to um collect things in the world such as paintings um looking at collections there's like a million collections now with the nine game packs and nine expansions. Mm -hmm. But like you want to collect all the crystals or all the little um, mood statues. Forgot what they're called. Okay. Um, yeah. You want to, there's ancient artifacts now that were added with the jungle one. And there were, there's buried treasure in, um, the island one. That's the one where you can turn into a mermaid. Okay, but you can't conceivably do all of this stuff in a single lifetime, correct? No, that's why you're playing 10 generations. Okay, so, like, you have to, like, you have to procreate. Yes, you can procreate by um, adoption, or you can procreate by ha actually having a kid. In Sims, they call it woohooing. Woohoo! Got it. Okay. So that's um, yeah, that's just really interesting. That and it, that is just the like I'm looking at my spreadsheet now because you have to have a spreadsheet to like keep track of all these things. And there are like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's like ten or eleven um like pages of data I track for this. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of stupid and it's kind of ridiculous. But like, I'm when I play games, I'm kind of a completionist anyway, and this just really scratches that completionist itch for me. Yeah, and I think like it. I mean, there's so many games where there's like a bajillion things to do, a thousand things to check off. Like, yeah, um, and I think we see, um, you know, in like online rpgs you see kind of that feature creep of like well here's 200 new achievements right. like of random stuff to do and like it i and like, sims doesn't have that like built into the game yeah 
So like, this is a way that I, this was fan created and it's endorsed by EA and origin now. Um, but this is a way to kind of get that RPG feel into the Sims, I guess. Totally. And I think like what makes this really interesting is because it's like simulations of human lives. Like it's not like, you know, kill 800 different kinds of warlocks or something like in like, like an RPG or something like it's, you know, it's this stuff that like people do in their lives. And I just think that's like very fascinating. I think the Sims is, um, you know, a really unique and cool game um, in that way. It's always been a way to like do things that you aren't able or talented enough to do in real life. Like you can be a secret agent or you can be a supervillain or you can be, you know, a comedian or a musician when you even if in real life you don't have that talent nice nice so now like let's talk about how um what this star wars um uh game pack is journey to batu um how would you describe it from like I don't know like I mean basically from like a layman's perspective which would be like mine it's you are playing within the sims game and you can take your sim and go to um you know a kind of uh like simplified um galaxy's edge because it's like galaxy's edge (laughs) Yeah, like it's it's Batu. It's like the theme park, um, and you can kind of like go there and do stuff, and like things are in like the right places where they are at like the actual theme parks and everything. But so that's kind of what it is to me. Um, but what is the experience like for someone who's been playing the Sims Four for like five or six years? Um, so it's really weird because i think you kind of nailed it like if we talk about the sims being like playing life in your normal sims game um going to batu is like taking a weekend to go to like a role-playing like larping for the weekend Uh um because like nothing really matter i mean things matter in batu but like it's completely separate from your normal life like you don't have to go to work and you don't have to like clean your house so it's it's like you're on vacation but you're also completely immersed in the star wars stuff like you pick a new outfit um and you create these uh like you go on these little quests so you can decide if you want to be uh, the resistance or first order or scoundrel. Um, and I don't know much about scoundrel because that's what you picked, but I picked resistance. So like I had to go prove that I wasn't a spy to resistance people. And then they kept giving me missions to like build up my reputation with the resistance. Um, and I think eventually I get so that like Ray is the one giving me, um, quests, but I'm not like that popular that yet. Okay, yeah, she's a she's a big deal 
in the resistance for yeah. sure. Ray and um, Kylo Ren are big deals. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, so when you're you're talking about this as like you're going on a vacation to Batu, yes. Um, but it's like what I've noticed is you're not really impacted by like you you can hang out in Batu like indefinitely, correct? That's what it seems like. Yes. Okay, because, like, and you don't get, like, fired from your job or I mean, anything? I haven't, because I created a new character to play Batu, so, like, mm-hmm. I I don't know if you, like, stay there too long. It's like, oh, you missed work. Um, yeah. It certainly didn't seem that way. Okay. But um, it's also different from the jungle one, because in the jungle one, you have to, like, rent a house. So, like, Got it's it. not taking that money away from renting the house. Yeah, and the the currency switches over. Yeah. Used, you're not using... Um, and you don't, you don't lose don't your know, house already. funds. Your simoleons is what they're so, called. Okay, your, your simbucks. Um, <laughs> so you're not using that. You're, you're using galactic credits. Yes. And basically, you start with pretty much nothing um, when you get there. Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't seem to matter if you were like rich in real sim life um prior to it because like you kind of just start with nothing um which I think is you know it's kind of a you know talk about you know living out um you know a fantasy it's you know anyone who goes to Galaxy's Edge is like starting at the same spot so it's not like if you're you know, have a ton of money and you go there and you can buy like 30 lightsabers or whatever. Like everyone is just like showing up there and you're kind of starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, but you do age there, correct? That's what we figured out. Cause we were looking, if you look at your, your SIM, um, there's a part on the panel that like is days till they age up. So, which is, which is when you go to the next life cycle. So like infant to toddler, toddler to child, child to teen, teen to young adult, to adult to elder. Um, and that yeah. that bar was going up while we were playing. So yeah. it looks like you were it looks like we were aging. Which I wonder how they do birthday parties. Well, I mean, it, it's probably just like a birthday party all the time. Like I being mean, it is, but your sim gets sad if no one throws a birthday party for them. Oh, well. Uh, I know, bummer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> welcome to your 30s. Um, so it it is technically possible that you could die in Batu of like old age. I mean, I'm sure yes. Yeah. You could definitely um die of old age. I wonder if there's another way you could die. Like like a Kylo Ren tantrum or something. <laughs> Maybe. Uh lightsaber duel, a fight over Sabak. Wow. Um, I don't know. I was getting electrocuted when I was like hacking things, so Maybe you could die of electrocution. It it only zapped me a little bit, though. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't, like, ever 
feel like I was, um, you know, in in harm's way oh, when no. I was there. I, I never, I so I I'm thinking it probably just from like what I can tell. It's probably like, a, um, you know, it is like an in-universe vacation spot. Like mm-hmm. we would assume that the that the Sims, um, like the Kylo and such. The, those are sim actors like like at disney yeah is that the way we're so this is like a lot this is involving like a lot of metacognition here well, I think you're, like... you're thinking about it way deeper than i ever thought about it okay okay like i yeah. kind of took for granted that it was really kylo ren okay i don't know You know, I mean, I think like, and you know, that's the, that's the experience that, you know, theme parks like Disney try to provide, I think in like Galaxy's Edge in particular. So, I mean, I think. um, Oh, and I think it blurs the line even more because you're working with these people. Like, I don't know. Do you want to talk about like the quest lines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is where the where it kind of seems to become more of like a traditional RPG. Yeah. In that you're doing like these basically fetch quests for um you know different factions in the game, and you're basically just making a bar go up. What kind of quest were you given a scoundrel? Um. I don't even remember the specifics, but it's just kind of like go to this place and click on this thing, kind of. Okay. Like um, I for was, the most part, I was doing a lot. Like I was doing some hacking. Yeah. I mean, everything's clicking because it's The Sims. It's a click game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, like I was. So I joined the the resistance, um, and I had to go into the First Order area, neighborhood, um, and I had to hack a bunch of panels and, like, disrupt communications. And then once I did that, I got to fly an X-Wing and do, like, a recon. But I didn't, like, it, it, like, took off with me in it. I didn't get to actually, like, fly, fly, like, flight sim. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so did that take you to somewhere different? No, you just see it fly off. And then, um, I think what they call them is, uh, chance cards. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I was looking into this this morning. So like when you're exploring a cave or you're on a flight, rather than have you play that flight, they have little chance cards pop up and you can decide what you want to do. Um, I haven't seen a lot of the Batu ones, but the ones that I really saw a lot of when I was playing a Legacy Challenge and I was an astronaut is when you um, build your spaceship and you go up into space, it's not taking you physically into space. Like you see your rocket pop up and then you're kind of focused on your house. Um, And like a little thing will pop up. It's like a choose your own adventure. So it'll be like, you see a spaceship drifting and it's like leaking fuel. Like, do you help them out or salvage it for parts? And like your outcome depends on that. So that's what popped up when I went on my little recon flight are those chance cards, like the choose your own adventure stuff. 
Okay. So is is that stuff like random? Do you think? I mean, it's called a chance card. I would assume it's random. I mean, I haven't found a pattern, but like, I don't want to piss off any uh, Sims hardcore people. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, if it rains on a Tuesday and you go to space, like, you'll definitely get this one. I'm sure there's, like, algorithms and stuff. Yeah. It seems random to me as kind of a casual player. And, like, I play The Sims a lot, and I am still 100% a casual player. Like, you want to go down a wormhole, look into, like, hardcore Sims players. Yeah, I mean, I like I've I've seen your spreadsheet, and uh, that tells me a lot right there. Um, and then also, I didn't just make the, the spreadsheet, by the way. Well, I know, but like that, you're like using it. Yeah. Um, but and I think just the fact that this is a game that's been around since 2014 and has had all these like you know expansion and game packs, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, still has like a huge huge player base um for sure um so i guess like i think like the question being that this is a star wars podcast um how do you think this expansion and i can speak to this a little bit too but how do you think this expansion you know, kind of serves a Star Wars audience who were not previously Sims players? Um, I have been so surprised and pleased by it. Like, pleasantly Mm -hmm. surprised were the words I was looking at because I thought it was just going to be, like, a coat of Star Wars paint on The Sims, Mm-hmm. But, like, from the time you get to Batu, like, the music changes. And it's all Star Wars music. Um, <laughs> and, like, the costume changes. And just the whole environment and, like, your your um, social interactions, like, are all Star Wars themes. So, like, rather than be, like, chat about the weather, you can go up to someone and chat about Wookiees or... <laughs> discuss sabacc strategies and it all Mm -hmm. like it all changes there um the things you can do for fun like you're not just sitting and playing a game of cards you're sitting and playing sabacc um you can get a droid which is really cute i got my droid i got a bb unit you can get an r unit or a, a bb unit bb unit one of a kind yes mine is uh blue and white i don't care what color it is <laughs> sorry um but okay. also there's like re- there's real star wars people in it too which kind of surprised me like they're not gonna have like you know tarkin walking around but do you want to talk about some of the real characters that you meet because you yeah. know way more about this than i do yeah i mean i think what's immediately apparent um when you're when you arrive in Batu, that it's populated by um the different races in mm-hmm. star wars like there's um just all sorts of different star wars races and like everyone is in like it looks like they're in star wars like there's not like you know you go to actual 
Batu and there's people wearing like you know like football jerseys and stuff like it's not it's it's not that like it's mm-hmm. um like actual it's like fully populated by um Star Wars characters and some of them are like I don't know they may they just had their had their name created by the the Star Wars name generator um type thing but um but there's also um you know characters like um like Hondo and V um you know these uh these new um well, I guess like Hondo's not really new. Um, he's been around since the Clone Wars. So I but, know, but like, I was really happy to see Hondo. Yeah, yeah. And there's um the DJ um in the in the cantina uh-huh. and playing what I assume are songs from that the, that he plays is DJ Rex or something. Um songs that he plays at at the cantina in galaxy's edge the animatronic version yeah um Um, that that soundtrack like the dj soundtrack like rocks like it's so good it's it's really (laughs) interesting like this is the first time i've heard those songs i don't know if they exist somewhere i mean they're probably like on the galaxy's edge website or something i've just never gone there Uh but i i just assume that um you know, these are the same songs you would hear if you um, went to Galaxy's Edge in person, which, you know, we have not done. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I think, like, that stuff is just, it's really cool. I think as, I think especially if you, um, you know, I think Galaxy's Edge in Batu is, like, a really big part of modern Star Wars, and unfortunately, Fortunately, it's like extremely prohibitive um, for a lot of fans, especially in the midst of a global pandemic. So um, I think it's cool just kind of generally speaking that there's, um, you know, there's these new, you know, books about Batu that have come out that like anyone can read that you can just get anywhere. Um, and then like target released a ton of galaxy's edge merchandise um in their stores for like you know like normal prices like non ebay prices Mm -hmm. um so like that makes it you know makes some of this stuff more accessible to people and then i think um you know i know there's a galaxy's edge vr experience um coming to you know, yet to be named uh, VR platforms. Um, now, do you then, think that was all done because of the pandemic? I, Cause the, I don't this know. Is like almost unheard of, like, and we're getting away from Sims and talking more like business, whatever stuff. But like, that's almost unheard of for Disney to do too. Like they really like their, their park exclusives. Yes. Um, in, to some degrees, because there are um, things that, again, I'm not like, I'm definitely not a huge like Disney or Disney Parks expert, but just the things that I know are you can get some of the stuff at the Disney store mm-hmm. um, if you have one of those in your mall and you can get some of the stuff on your website, on their website. Um, 
and then like there's been like weird um experiments into like bringing the disney parks experience home there was um you know there was like there was a disneyland game on like the original nes yeah, um, there's one on the like you downloaded it for free onto our Xbox too. Yep, and that was the other one. There was one it released on 360 originally, and it was a a Connect game. <laughs> um, and then they re-released it on Xbox One, and it's like on Game Pass and free and stuff. But um, I played it for a little bit, and it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Like you, like it's a video game where you walk around Disney. Um, but I think this is kind of an extension of that. And I don't know if this was something that they were kind of thinking like with, Uh, with Galaxy's Edge being such a huge part of like Star Wars lore right now. Um, and also with how deep this is, like I initially thought like, oh, they're, they're, you know, pushing this out because of the pandemic, going back to like Sims Batu, like with how deep this is, this has been in production for longer than the pandemic. Yeah. And so I think that there was always a plan to give, you know, more people access to Galaxy's Edge, um, whether it be merchandise or lore or, you know, experiencing it through VR, through the Sims. Um, I think there was always a plan for that um, to be like trickled out, um, but I I have to assume that you know this kind of like forced their hand in both access because like way less people are able to go there, and also just from like the financial standpoint. Disney parks are losing money like crazy during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. They're certainly not making money. Um, so I think it's it kind of serves two purposes, you know, yeah. um, because it gives fans like a way to experience it in some capacity and just, you know, continue to learn about it in the same way. Like we learn more about galaxy's edge through like the five issue Marvel comic series. Um, but you know, kind of experience it more like with like some degree of control, um, that you get from like a, a video game and yeah. And I think it's a, I think it's a cool idea. Like, I mean, I'm like super up for just galaxy's edge stuff in general. Um, because, it's part of Star Wars and I'm interested in, you know, in all parts of Star Wars. And it's, I know it's going to be at least uh, at this point, at least a couple of years before we actually get to the park. So this is, you know, kind of a, I have a question about the park. Cool way to experience it. in you know, for the time being, but I, re- yeah. but I really could ask you like off camera, but it might be useful for some listeners too. Is Galaxy's Edge only in the U.S. parks, or is it in the other parks as well? Um, I mean, I think right now it's just uh, California and Florida. Okay. Um, no, that was my question, because it's, yeah. like, I mean, barring the cost of traveling to, like, Paris or Japan, like, the entry into the park is a lot cheaper. That's, that's true, but also, <laughs> like, we... 
can't leave our country and other countries don't want Americans coming to them right now. I know, but you said in a few years and like, hopefully we can leave the country in a couple years. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, Okay, so any... uh, any kind of final thoughts? Like, do you think that you are going to continue to spend time in um, Galaxy's Edge? Or do you think you're just going to, like, go back to your normal Sims experience? Um, no, I'll definitely... I want to play out the quest lines. I want to see where the, these little, like, story-ish things go. Um, I want to know what happens when I, like, am head of the Resistance or head of the scoundrels etc so i will definitely be playing it um i think i don't know how you got your base game and batu for 25 bucks but like that's a good deal yeah yeah so i bought it um i bought the game on steam and there was already a sims 4 sale happening um and so i think like regular sims 4 was already reduced down to like 10 bucks yeah um, and then the Batu game pack was twenty, but if you bought them together, it was twenty five um, on Steam. Yeah, and for any listeners that already have The Sims for one, I mean, it's such a like, it's kind of a staple. I feel like it's one of those games that everyone has played a Sims game at some point, whether it's Sims yeah. two or Sims three or Sims four. Um, so if you already have Sims. Um, like like Ryan said, the, the, the game pass is 20 bucks. If you don't have expansion packs yet, um, Origin and EA let you bundle so that um, expansion packs are normally 40, game packs are 20, and stuff packs are 10, and stuff packs are just like you get extra things you can buy for your house. Um, mm-hmm. But you can bundle all those for like $45, which is like a ridiculous deal. So that's what I ended up doing is that there was one expansion pack I didn't have already. <laughs> so, okay. so I just made a bundle and that I, I feel like that's like a super good deal too, because the expansion packs like add so much to the game. Cool. Cool. Um, so I guess related to that, um, before we go, if like people are interested um, in, you know, checking this out and experiencing the Batu stuff, but aren't really Sims players, you and I are, are both playing on PC. Yes. Um, Sims 4 is also on consoles. Um, more people play games on consoles than on PCs. Have you played Sims 4 on a console? No. Okay. So I can't, I, I, that seems hard to me, but mm-hmm. um, I've never tried it. That's probably why I've never tried it, though. Yeah, I think it, uh, you know, like Sims, I just, it's one of those things, like, I always just, like, think of as, like, a, you know, that's a PC game. <laughs> like, um, you know, it's just, like, something that you play on a PC. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was designed around, like, the clicking and the interface. Kind of, like, it's the way I feel about, like, MMOs and stuff. Like, you need to play it on a PC because you need to be able to, like, click and type and stuff. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, I would say it's almost more harder to, I, I don't know. But I've never played The Sims on a console. Okay. Okay, but um, so I guess if you're like thinking about the console versions, I would 
maybe look into that make sure that you know the game runs okay and the interface isn't like too messy on console um but otherwise i think like most pcs would run the sims fine um because it's or max um i mean i used to play on my my dell laptop so yeah and like because it is it is a six-year-old game that like wasn't exactly even when it came out in 2014 it wasn't exactly like you know like red dead redemption 2 level graphics or anything um so i don't think it's like that taxing on hardware so um probably be able to play it on if you have like an older pc or laptop still probably be fine i I play it on your old pc so yeah so um cool well yeah i think um you know as for myself like this has been for me like a cool way to just learn about the sims um which i think is like actually like a really fascinating piece of software like i hesitate to even call it a game um in a way but even though it has a lot of like gamey things to it like we made it more gamey over the years like yeah two and three like you didn't have aspirations where you were like like trying to reach goals so they've definitely put like benchmarks in there but i get what you're saying but like i mean everything is gamified now like our exercise is gamified um like we're always just filling up bars essentially in like every aspect of our life so like that's not surprising but like the core of the experience is just so much different than what you think of when you think of like a video game um typically and i think so it's been like for me it's just been really interesting to kind of learn about yeah the game itself and the the systems and the way they work together um and you didn't have any trouble adapting to no like, it's a game that you never played before like for me there are things where i was like i don't know where i'm supposed to go or what i'm supposed to click on was one of my struggles and then i realized like i could hover over my objective and it would tell me where to go uh-huh um but like that was the only learning curve for me with this. It really does feel like you're role playing Star Wars. Yeah. And I think like it's like I found it really intuitive. Um, and I think like, you know, especially this year, I think probably the closest thing like I I the the closest experience, which is not the same experience, but closest on consoles that's um pretty ubiquitous right now would be animal crossing um where it's like you know it's a game about the day-to-day but you know in that way there's lots of games like that because like harvest moon and stardew valley are are like yeah that's true that's true but in those games you don't have you know the the reaper on your back the whole time with like your your death bar filling up um so you started as a young adult right like i did okay i did then you have at least like three life cycles life stations okay yeah you have all of young adult you have all of adult and you have all of elder and then you die 
And when you get to be elder, your hair turns gray. Wow. <laughs> Something I think to look that's, forward to. That's been like the most fascinating about thing about the upgrading of Sims throughout the years is like how they deal with like you getting old. Like, like if you stop working out, you get chonky now. If you, <laughs> <laughs> yep, um, I can I can confirm um, that about getting old. <laughs> um, but uh, but I yeah, wonder, so- if, like, there's anything like that in Batu? Like, if you're extra good, you get a certain color lightsaber, like that kind of stuff. I don't think it's that deep, though. So don't take my word on that. Yeah, yeah. And I think like for myself, like I'm going to continue to um, kind of like poke around in the game. I also think it's just also like just a really relaxing mm-hmm. thing to play. And it's so just like, like 95% of video games stress me out these days. Um, so I think like this is something where you can just like hang out and just click around and like not you're not having to just perform endlessly. Um, and, and I think that's just like also kind of like a nice experience right now, just in general, um, which is, you know, again, like part of the reason why Animal Crossing has been so appealing to people in 2020. Like it's nice to just have a place you can go and chill out because, the world right now has no chill and uh and we can't most of us can't really go to um galaxy's edge right now or are choosing not to um so this just this just feels like good timing um and something i think is definitely worth checking out for you know fans of video games who have never really like messed with the sims but also obviously for star wars fans oh yeah as well. for sure especially like people that go in as much as you do like all the food that you can buy at batu is the food from from the actual galaxy's edge too yeah yeah the, <laughs> oh i mean the the small amount of details like i've been i've been hesitating like i've wanted to like share screen caps and stuff on twitter um because like i have some star wars fans that follow me on twitter but i haven't really wanted to because i i feel like that's the stuff you want to kind of experience on your own yeah. just the level it, of detail in this is like crazy good yeah a 20 buck expansion pack or game pack yeah totally so cool well um maybe maybe once you uh or i um like wrap up the you know the story experience maybe try like a couple different paths and stuff um in like a couple months or something um we can like kind of catch back up and see um you know what your final thoughts are on the uh on the game pack um and also who knows maybe they'll be like adding or tweaking or changing things that will uh you know affect the experience down the road so um we can definitely catch up about uh journey to batu at some point for sure all right well that uh that wraps up this mini episode thanks for (laughs) tuning in um lindsay where where can people find you on twitter oh um i'm on twitter at mabel girl three m-a-b-l-e-g-r-l-3 
Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.